Welcome to Creepcast number eight. We are the Power Creeps. I am the Butcher. I'm Spooky Pants. That's right. We're the Power Creeps. We do this every week. We love it. It's a Magic the Gathering podcast. That's what you're listening to. You probably figured that out. Yup. You downloaded it. (laughs) We love magic. Magic loves us. Very true. That's the way it is. We need you to check out our website or... That's more of a WordPress page, but it's thepowercreeps.wordpress.com. It's a great site. Check it out. Uh, we are part of the MTG Cast Network. Yeah. MTGcast.com. It's great stuff. A lot of good podcasts on there. There's a few good ones. Just a few? There's a lot. Okay. We're, we're probably number one now. Yeah. Probably number ten. Yeah. Ten. We want to be up to number nine next week. Yeah, we're moving on up. Sponsored by our favorite store, TheMetagameStore.com. Mm-hmm. Sell magic singles. Selling them. Sell them like crazy. Good prices. Rock bottom pricing. Yeah, they are cheap. The Walmart of magic sites. Yeah, they are. And their service is amazing, though. Fast shipping. They have an old door greeter. I know the guy that ships this stuff. They have an old door greeter. Really strong guy. Uh, video game music, Every every intro is a... Secret video game music. What was yeah. last week? Last week was Active Razor for the Super Nintendo. Yep, and we hope a lot of the people know what we're talking about. You used to play that game, didn't you? I love that game. I didn't really get into it, but I like the music. I love that game. It was, you can get to like make town. It was like, kind of like a half sim game. It's half, half city, almost half. Like it's an action, Castlevania. action game. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was really cool. I like that part. But I the music it. was amazing. Music was, was it Yuzo Koshiro? Yeah. Streets of Rage. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try to pick something that's not She's like a shio next time. him for this show. We don't know what it is yet. We don't know. We don't know until the end. It's a big surprise for us. Yeah. <clears throat> what are we doing this week? We're going to magic news. Oh, that, yeah. There's some interesting news. I, a little bit's happened over the weekend. Not a whole We're lot. Kind of early. It's Tuesday right now. Yeah. We, what did we record last Wednesday? So it's about six days. About a week. That's about a week. We're, we're getting better. <laughs> yeah. Gotta admit. Uh, we're going to talk about what we're playing, our deck archetype. Mm, yeah, I'm not... My, oh, I did make a new deck. I, I tweaked I tweak decks. I really didn't build anything new. but I usually tweak, yeah. So I'm going to delete those old deck lists. And I guess yeah. we'll deck, we're going to post one deck list each a week. Maybe. Something for the one listeners each. to chew on. Yeah, because we don't want to put too many up. Well, I'd just say one a week. Well, one like, each. Maybe it can be like this week is, is you, the butcher, and, next, and like next week can be spooky pants. I don't know. I say we do each do one. Cause uh, uh, well, it doesn't have to be new. You can just update one. You really put me to work. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, as long as they okay. We'll figure it out. We may we may or may not post decklist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we will. No, no. By the time I hear this. Yeah. What else are we doing? So. We're going to talk about, uh, well, we have a new segment. That's what it was. We're not doing winners and losers anymore. Yeah, well, kind of. We're going to do Card Watch. Card Watch. We'll think of a better name, but it's a basically. Name. How could it be better than that? Well, Butch is having a hard time thinking of losers. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's <laughs> not all of it. This week I couldn't think of a loser. I was going to say Inquisition of Kozilek. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people... But I don't are, think it was ever really a winner. A lot of people are weeping right now because they can't play Inquisition of Kozilek. I just, I, Duress is way better, in my opinion. Well, no kidding. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so but, we're going to go over, like... No, so this week is mainly winners. Well, no, we're going to... Well, we want to talk about 
card value movements, what's what's hot, yeah. that kind of stuff. And yep. if there's something that's going down, what we think is going to go down, we'll mention that too. Or cards we hate, like Polymorph. Well, cards you hate. Okay. I love Polymorph. What do you hate? I hate anything with vampires on it. And allies? Allied deaths. Yeah, I think we both actually agree. We hate allies. I hate vampires and allies. Maybe yeah. that's Tony should make a vampire ally deck. Maybe that'll be oh, the contest. Oh, no, you can make that. Oh, I bet you one of our listeners could. Oh. So the card watch segment is going to come up, and that's going to be huge. That'll be a big success hit. We go over. We had a lot of comments this week. We'll go over that. We have some corrections that uh, Spooky made a few mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I did. We'll go over that. Um, Spooky's got a brand new card challenge or deck challenge that he's going to talk about. He's, yep. he's been preparing for that. So he's, I've been, it's been in the back of my head. And that's really about it this week, so we should jump right into... Just jump right in it. The news. Oh, we're gonna, okay, the news. What else are we going to get into? I think we're going to talk about video games and stuff. No, just magic. No anime. People love video games. They don't love Uh-oh. them. All right, so what's the news? Well, Brad Nelson won Grand P. Grand Prix. <laughs> Grand P. Grand Prix DC. Him. He was excited. That was awesome. I We love him. We love FF Freak. Yeah, that's He's right. big magic online guy. Yeah, and, you know, everybody knows that listens. That's what we do. We love magic online. We play a lot of magic yeah. online. <laughs> yeah. So Brad Nelson won. Which is great. We're going to go over the deck list and stuff. We'll do that last. So we're excited about that. We don't. What else? Did, did, you, did you see his picture oh. on the wizards on the on the yeah, business side? Yeah, he happy. Oh man, he looks like an animal. <laughs> he looks like a savage. You see him screaming? Yeah. Oh. Well, Roseanne. He's, he's excited. <laughs> what do you see? What do you think he looks like the guy from Roseanne? Looks like he looks John like, Goodman. Yeah, kind of. No. Yeah, he looks like him in the. John Goodman never had a beard. The dude. Oh, he does look like the dude, sure. Well, that's a compliment. That movie was amazing. Oh, yeah. John Goodman's amazing. He's really good. He's really good at uh, Coyote Ugly. <laughs> Is he in there? I never saw that. <laughs> I went to that bar in Vegas, by the way, and it's horrible. Oh, it's all cheesy, I bet. You walk in there and just, like, three girls, like, hose you down. Like, <laughs> just, just, like I want a drink, and there's, like, spraying you with hoses. You're like, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> Did you ask for water? <laughs> Well, that's what they—that's what they shoot you with. Yeah, that's that's something like good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, what else? Oh, the Duels of the Planeswalkers is coming out for the uh, PC. Yeah. On June first, and it's coming on Steam. I see. I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, Steam's just like a game download service. Yep. And I mean, people are really excited. It comes with a, one of the expansions for free well, too. It's like ten bucks, right, or something like that. It's pre-sale. They're pre-selling it. Pre-selling it. Pre-sailing it. But why would you? I mean, just play Magic Online. Like, why play Duel of Planeswalkers? Yeah, it's the same price. And plus, bucks. it comes with like the Magic Online. They give you all the cards from all those decks. From the first set. Well, they the... give you extra stuff, though, don't they? Yeah, they well, they give you a lot of non-gold border Do cards. You mix gold border with non. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Because, yeah, because there's special gold border cards on Magic Online that you can only play in a special room. For babies. Yeah. For babies. That's nice. For babies that don't yeah, well it is it's good, magic though. babies. You know what though? You could you could download for ten bucks and you can play those decks all you want. Yeah. That's that's a good deal. No, it is a good deal. So don't buy duels of the planeswalkers. Buy yeah. Magic Online. Some people like some people like the layout, the setup a little bit. 
better than the... Well, it's a uh, lot better than the Magic Online. Well, so then buy it then if you <laughs> Especially like. Especially if you don't like tapping lands. That is really good. If you want a really good soundtrack... Magic Online. Or if you just don't want the, the sound effects that are really awesome for Magic Online... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the music in the Duel of the Planeswalkers is pretty bad. But there, just, well, there's no music on Magic Online. Yeah. Well, you just... Except whatever's on your iPod. Use the MP3s. Yeah. So I mean that's I mean a lot of people are excited. I've been watching the Twitter Twitter world and people are going crazy. So it is out June first for the PC. It should be coming to PS3 soon, right? I thought it would be coming at the same time. Yeah, no, I think it's the same time actually. It is on PS. You know, I haven't seen anything actually. The only things I've seen were about the PC, but I think I saw and don't quote me on this or anything, (laughs) but I think I saw something that did say same release date. Well, did you talk to the research department? You know, I was gonna I was gonna talk to the uh, Creepcast. Research group, but uh, didn't have time. They've been known to get things wrong, so <laughs> I don't trust those guys. Um, before we get into the uh, Grand Prix DC, which is hard to say, believe it or not, <laughs> Deckless, they revealed some of the art from M11 as far as boosters, boxes, oh, yeah. card names, and this is pretty exciting because this M11 spoiler is going to be very interesting. But before we get into the art, real quick, okay. someone did post the what do they call it, the sell sheet or the information that the dealers get? Yeah. And it's pretty much confirmed now that half of the set's going to be new cards. 50%, 50% is going to be all new well, that's cards. That's big news. But you got to remember when they say all new cards, you're going th- to see things like Doomblade, Fun- which is considered a new it's card. It's functional reprints, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and how many functional reprints were technically? There were a set? lot, but they won't go as crazy this time. I'd say 50% of that 50% was functional reprints. No, not, that, not quite, but yeah, you it was a lot. And the other thing we noticed, too, in that little sell sheet was that they basically said half new cards and cards from the 15-year history of Magic. 17-year, yeah. It was a 17. Whatever. But that's really cool, because maybe they'll start putting other cards in from... Black Lotuses. Well, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. But maybe they'll put a bunch of other cards in from, you know, just random sets. Just inter- Fallen Empires. Just interesting cards. Well, him to Torak would be... Sick. Apocalypse Chime. Apocalypse Chime would be so amazing. That'd be pretty broken <laughs> in today's environment. Uh, yeah, what is that, destroy all the homelands cards? Is that what it was? Yeah. Crazy. Can you imagine that? Did you ever, wasn't that worth money? No, they gave it away for free in a magazine, didn't they? Yeah. I think, I think they, didn't they give away Baron Singer for free in a magazine? I thought it was the Apocalypse Chime. Was I remember I had it like in a top loader because I thought it was worth money. Don't you miss those though? Don't you miss Inquest and Duelist? Nah, well, it's just serious? those days are gone. It's all podcasts and internet now. I miss those days. I don't know. It was kind of fun going. I miss those days when people made their own decks. I miss those days when like, like you'd get a combo. Like the Duelist would say like, hey, here's a good combo. Royal Assassin and Ice Manipulator. Make a whole deck around it. Yeah. You know, and that was all you had to work with. And you're like, oh, you know what else is good? Nutling Imp and, you know, yeah. whatever. Well, else. then it was nice. Their top, their top ten cards were sweet. I love looking at their top ten. Oh, yeah. Because it was yep. just cool to see what was, you know, what they thought was the best card. Yeah. And can you imagine, like, having a month between value rises in cards? Yeah, well, that would be insane. That would be so insane. Those days. Like, Jace would be like, what? Last month he would have been thirty bucks, no, and then this 80. month he would have been eighty. <laughs> Can you imagine getting that issue in the mail? <laughs> oh my god! Those I just traded that guy away. Those days are long gone. The mag- magazines are dead. You heard it. Sure. You heard it here first. No. Print media is dying. Oh, that's so sad. It is really sad. So anyway, the art. That's what we're talking about. The art. 
so what do we want to say? Well, let's we'll start scrolling down there so I can see. Well, should I talk about the uh, the precons first? Well, that's yeah, that's what I mean. The precons, yeah. Okay, well, there's well, sixty cards uh, now, by the way. Yeah, well, it's I think they are they sixty cards, and then they come with the fifteen. Then they come with the booster Correct. too. Okay. It's so, a sixty card deck plus one. Oh yeah, put it right on it. Okay. <laughs> so the first one we got is a white one. Well, it's actually white and black. It's a white and black, but there's a white card to the window. You can see. Yeah. And it's called Blades of Victory, and it's basically, uh, yeah, I don't even, should I even read the whole little blurb? Just read the card name. Welcome An- to the Angelic Angel. Arbiter. So it's a, it's obviously an angel. Well, we can see angel. Well, you can see an angel. It's a creature. <laughs> and it's, Arbiter is kind of like a judge, so I don't know if it's going to be something that, like... Judges people? Well, it could be something like destroy, you know, when this angel comes into play, destroy all creatures with two casting costs or less. You know, it could be something like that kind of judge or some sure. kind of balance or something like that. Yeah, maybe... You know it's what it looks like? The art looks like looks like that alternative uh, Amiria. It looks like it involves land somehow, though. Like, the way it's ah. all smoky and... Well, maybe that's just... It's like coming out of heaven. It's just clouds, maybe? Do, do angels usually fly? No. Nope. clouds? Not usually. Okay. <laughs> so maybe that, that's that one, what it is. That one's pretty rare. Okay. Well, so, but is that okay? So that's a, those are all rare. Those are just rare. So that doesn't necessarily mean so there's no can, bane slayer. Yeah. No. These would kind of be along the lines of like Durana and Gigantomancers. So you know, don't get too excited, guys. Okay. I was getting excited. Student of Warfare was a pretty good one. I like Drana anyway too. Yeah. So now we got okay. the blue and white. So we got the blue and white one. The mainly the blue though is called Power of Prophecy, and this one comes with a conundrum sphinx. Which is going to be, you can just tell it's going to be some crazy, like... You know it's going to be something. Bad. It, yeah. It could be like... Each player plays with their hand revealed and draws three cards, you know, something just lame. So it's got to be some kind of conundrum, though. It's got to be some kind of riddle. Yeah, that's true. So what's the riddle? I don't know. What's the riddle of steel? <laughs> I don't know. From those. What was the deck called again? Um, Power of Prophecy. So maybe it's something about Future Sight, like, or some sort of... Knowing what's coming ahead, I don't know. Maybe maybe it lets you like look at the top three cards, and you can draw one of them. Or if you look at the top eight, you can draw two or something like. You know what I mean? Prophecy. Like, yeah, isn't that like predicting the future? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, that's that one. There you then, go. Uh, then we got black here, black and green, reign of vampirism, <laughs> and of course is a vampire. Horrible art. Uh, well, no. I don't like that at all. You, look, you know what he looks like? He looks like uh, I like. No, he looks like, uh, what's his name? It's, uh, Michael J. Fox's dad in Back to the Future. Really? Crispin Glover. Looks just like him. Yeah, it does. Huh. Well, there you go. Marty. <laughs> Marty. Hey, the car's fine. Biff's waxing yeah. it right now. Um, <laughs> Captivating Vampire. That's what he's called. Cap- so, obviously, he's going to be somewhere you gain control of something, or... Right? Yeah, he's done well, he's, he's really good looking. Looks like, yeah, he's sticking his hand out, and he's kind of... He's, he's telling you to come to his bedroom. Yeah, he's like, come, come, yeah. Marty, come here. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just a dumb vampire deck. So, uh, vampires are in 2011. Obviously, that's, the big, knew that, right? that's the big news, is that vampires are, you know... But it, they, we knew they were going to be, because they're still in Zendikar. Well, a lot of people are thinking that Nocturnus isn't going to make it. So, but now a lot of people are saying he will. Oh, Nocturnus? We yeah. don't know. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. 
That doesn't really help either way. That doesn't. Uh, let's see. We got the red one here, the red and blue, and it looks like it comes with a ancient hellkite. So ancient hellkite. Ancient hellkite, which is actually the art for the booster box too. Yeah, it's like the worm-looking thing breathing fire. Yeah. So that's obviously it. Well, we know it's a dragon. You know it's a dragon. We know, we know it's, it's very expensive. It's got four colorless in the casting cost, right? Yeah. It probably has three red then. Yeah. It's probably so it's seven casting costs. What, what does ancient mean? Something to do with artifacts, you think? Ancient? No, I think it just means he's old. Old meaning what, though, in the game? Is he going to be really smart? Yeah, I doubt it. He's red. I bet he's flying. You think he's flying? Probably is. So, I don't know. That'd be Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. I bet he's got fire breathing. Oh, I, I don't know. They, they should do something cool with that. We'll well, here's, see. The, here's the good green one here. Green and red. Green and red. It comes with, the, obviously, it looks like an instant or a, or a sorcery. What's it called? called uh, Overwhelming Stampede, which I'm guessing Overrun isn't going to make it into... Uh, so it's, it's the functional it, it Overrun. Looks like it, that's probably just the functional reprint of Overrun. It's got to be rare, though. It's rare, yeah. So maybe it... Uh, maybe it... Maybe it makes a couple creatures What's for you, too. What's the deck called? The green deck? The green Didn't deck? I say it? No. Stampede of Beasts? Mm-hmm. I thought I said that. Well, you would have remembered saying that. <laughs> too, too, many, too many stampeding... So, I mean, the art, let's look at the art in the green one. I mean, it looks like... It's just a rhino running at you. And is there a bunch of creatures... Is that people There's behind a, it? A bunch of elves behind it. Are them. they getting stomped on, or are they... No, they're all running. They're all charging. They're all following it? It's so like, it oh, could be a... It's probably a creature. No. It's gotta it's, be. It's gotta be overrun, dude. Because look at, when you look at all through all these intro packs, you can see the names of the creatures. Oh, and you can't see the name of the creature. Well, yeah, you can't see the name of the creature because it says... It's a sorcery. It's a sorcery. Okay. Sorcery's probably... So that's kind of lame. Yeah. So what was the blue creature type? Oh, Sphinx. Sphinx, of course. Dragon vampire, okay. And angel, yeah. So this really, this does tell us a few things. Number one, it tells us there's vampires again. Yeah. Uh, number two... Is... There's dragons again? Dragons? <laughs> gonna reprint dragons? Good. Anything else it tells us? No. I was just gonna kind of delve into the uh, the booster pack art. Okay. And usually the booster pack art generally doesn't it have the mythics on the booster pack arts for most of the sets? I don't know that. I, the, I'll have to I, know, I was trying. I was trying to read. I never. I never really look. I just tear them open. Yeah. But I know World like had Jace. Had Admonition Angels. That's a pretty good indication, then. Yeah, and I looked, actually, I did look at all the uh, Rise of Eldrazi, and it was Gideon. So I'm guessing these are all mythic. Well, I see you did the research there. I mean, that's Well, like I mean, I didn't go back to M10, <laughs> so I don't know. But uh, let's see, this first one's like a knight, a big knight with a huge sword. I'm guessing it's a white card, but it's a knight. And the thing is, is that he's got... If you look really close at the picture, there's two birds kind of towards the bottom of his waist that kind of give, like, an indication of how big he is. So he's a big giant knight. So he's a, so he's a huge giant. Or some sort of giant growthing type I'm, effect, I'm guessing think? it's, uh, what was that What was that white spell that gave you a plus seven, plus seven, that instant? You don't remember that reverent? Or was it reverence? Or? No, no, I, you just said it earlier, too, and I can't remember. I know I just said it earlier. Whatever it is. Whatever. Divine. It had like a girl crying on it, and like hold, wasn't she like holding a sword or something? And yeah. Righteousness. Righteousness. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's I it. it to myself. 
But anyway, so you think it's like a righteousness type card? I think it's a functional reprint, reprint, GPP of righteousness. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's not going to be a giant knight. It has to be something that... Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a giant knight that's like the size of like a three-story building, so... Exactly. It doesn't seem like a... So you go, like, that's going to be a mythic? It must be really good if it's mythic. Yeah, I'm guessing. Just like cast your time. And then you got your uh, weird green-haired merfolk chick. And that's about it. <laughs> that about sums that up. So we don't know. Yeah, well, there's like a, if you look at the bigger art, it's like a wave water behind her. So it's obviously a merfolk. Yeah. Just that. And it, it's kind of greenish, though, right? Does that lead us to believe it could be a multicolor? No. Nope. Not doing multicolor. Yeah, no, there's no multicolor. Maybe it's blue. I'm guessing. Does it have seaweed on it or something? Why does it look green? I don't know. It just does. Okay. It's a green Doesn't one. Doesn't tell us anything. Then we got Skeletor. <laughs> Skeletor, the black one. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> really good art. Yeah. Really good. I'm guessing it's Michael Cormark. Really? It's I, just amazing. It's got to be him. He's got like he's just kind of got like electricity coming out of his hands or eyes. No, he's holding a blade. What is it? And he's got red eyes. Okay. And that's uh. It doesn't tell us anything. It's not a vampire, though. No, it looks like a zombie, or a, it's obviously undead. It's got a skull, so it's either that or a warlock or zombie warlock. Then here you got your big red dragon. Looks like he's hoarding a gem or something. Oh great! So what? Go figure. That doesn't tell us much. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? And then that's Bane Slayer. <laughs> oh, the green that, one. <laughs> the green, the green one, beast. The green one like a like a lizard slash ape. Kraken, kind of like a kraken slash lizard. Screaming. Yeah. Yeah, the typical green beast. Yeah. Basically, you know. Yeah. It doesn't fly. We know that. It doesn't fly. It probably has trample, and it's probably doesn't have haste, so it's probably unplayable. Probably seventeen casting cast. So. Well, that's that. Well, Blue Star didn't really help much, but whatever. It's it helps starting to trickle it. out here. And this is going to be a big spoiler season because this yeah. is be really interesting to see what's in, what's out. Well, I think I think everybody's kind of just. It really comes down to Bane Slayer, and then it comes down to the Planeswalkers. What Planeswalkers are going in? Which ones are going in? I I really don't think there there's no way they're going to reprint Jace Bellerin. I know. I, I don't know what they can do, but they can't put in Mind Sculptor. Yeah, I already talked about it. I, I think they're going to. I don't know, man. They're gonna, they have to because they want to lower the price. They want to make it more affordable. And that would, I'm telling you, people, it, it would be worth a lot at first, but then, then you'd have the Jace from Worldwake and the Jace from M11 settling around. So you'd have Jace and Mind Sculptor in two sets for a year. It would. But... but what else would they put in there? That's that's my thing. That I guess that's my rationale. Is I mean, are they going to invent a whole new blue planeswalker? I don't know. I think, of course, that they'd try to stick with the core planeswalkers. You know, Jace, Garrick, Liliana. So like, they have to make Garrick, they have to make have, a new Garrick then. They have to, yeah. They're going to make They're, some new ones and not some new ones. Well, new Garrick, new Liliana. They're due for their second incarnation. It's going to be tough. It yeah. is going to be tough. Well, I think that's what's going to be so interesting. People, it's going to be people are going to be really. Well, you've got things like Path to Exile, O Ring. Obviously, Lightning Bolt's probably in. Yeah, that's right. That was shards. That was the last version. They did Journey and Zendikar, so O Ring might be gone. Oh, that would be that would really hurt. I'm telling you, okay, if White loses either of those, any of those three cards, I think White can survive without 
Path. And most yeah, of them are crazy, I, but I play with Path a lot. I know right? it's good. Well, obviously it's good, but Oring would be really. I, good. I know. Well, the thing that scares me is okay. Like you said, they made Journey to Nowhere, which could technically try to be a replacement for O-Ring. Yep. They made Oust. Which is which not could, even close. Well, it could technically be their That's replacement where goes. path. And they made um, Admonition Angel, <laughs> which is nowhere near a Bane Slayer. Admonition Angel. Oh, you're saying for, for a Bane Slayer replacement? Oh, no. There's no replacing her. Yeah. It really just comes down to the fact that they just wa- decided, you know, do we want her in standard or not? And do, we, and do they need help selling product, which I don't think they do. What's well, 2011? It's going to be hot anyways. I've heard two things about M11 right now. I've heard either they're going to really try to dumb it down, like you were saying. Lots of people are afraid of but that People are afraid that they're going to dumb it down. It's because of the intro decks, but the intro decks are always dumb. Intro decks are usually pretty dumb. So I'm not worried about that so much. But then there's the... Uh, no, I can't even remember what the other thing they're was. Gonna, they're going to do it just like 2010, because 2010 was huge for them. Huge. Yeah. So they're not going to mess with the formula too much. I don't think so. I I, I, I have a feeling Baneslayer is going to be back. I think I, so. A lot of people aren't saying. A lot of I people are so. just because of the, the packs and stuff that they've been showing. Of course, they're not going to put Baneslayer on the, on the cover of the pack. That would make no sense. It's not a new card. If they reprint it, it's going to be a reprint, so why would they showcase it again? You're going to get Baneslayer, because Baneslayer will rotate out in, you know, two months. So it makes sense to put it in. Well, they, if they don't put it in, it's gone. That's what I'm saying, so that's yeah. why it makes sense. You're not going to get Jason Mind Sculptor. There's just, I just don't see it happening. I it's see still it. in a current product. If they're going to put a blue Planeswalker in the set, which they're going to do, which one are they going to do? They're going to have in? to make a new one. There's no way. I don't know. We'll There's see. no way, because then blue would, blue would have too many Planeswalkers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but J.S. Beller doesn't really count. This kid. <laughs> well, no, he would be gone. Oh, yeah, he's going to be gone then, yeah. So then they'll have two, exactly. Well, Te- and Tethered will be gone too. Well, they'll have two more than black. Well, well it's going to make sense for them to reprint one, to make a new one anyway. But we don't know. Well, we're speculating. and It's tough. It's going to be tough, but it... The bottom line is, is it's going to be the most interesting spoiler season in a long time. It's going to be really anticipated. I can't wait. Yeah, because we I'm, want to I'm, know what to sell. You know, like should we get rid of our Bane Slayers? Yeah, I don't want to. You know, that's going to be huge. I mean, I might have to start. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not going to play limited. I'll be honest. There's no way. What in 2011? Well, if they don't reprint Bane Slayer, there's no way I'm going to be like, yeah, I might as well play limited. I'm just going to. Why? Right, what does that have to do with limited? Well, because that's. Really be that'll be the only spot you can play with them if they don't reprint Bane Slayer. You're talking about extended. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> I was like, limited. <laughs> you it. No, no, I'm sorry. I, yeah, no, I, meant, I meant extended. Hey, I've been up for 23 hours. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. You're doing really good. That's right. Okay, so we know Bane Slayer is going to be well. Bane Slayer is good limited though too. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. All right. But anyway, so it's it's cool. You guys should check it out. We're just at the, at the mothership dailymtg.com. You can look at all the pictures. Yeah. Your pictures and check them, out. check them out. Speculate. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think they are. Yeah, please, please let us know. So now we got to talk about the GP GP DC Grand DC, and this is actually really exciting. It was a we were watching it. Well, you both tonight. You and I both, I, can, I can't talk either. We were watching most of it on Gigi's Live, right? I mean, we caught, I caught pretty much most of the top eight. I don't know if you were watching. But. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I called you, I think. And uh, I got the top eight deck list. I think most people know what they are, but we'll run through them real quick. But it was a, it was a, actually pretty exciting. I, it was nice to see There's some different, decks. different decks. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of different decks. Well, different versions of. I mean, there was I, the only thing I really noticed there was a there was a slight comeback of Naya, and then there was the what the the next level Chapin deck. Next level Bant, which well, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. in a second, which is his new brew that I'm sure everybody's excited about. Yeah, you're not too excited. I don't care. I, I, th- I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's great. I think he found a home for Benjamin. Oh, for Scoop Mob. That's what I thought was cool. Oh, that's Scoop Mob. Scoop Mob was in Naya. No, well, maybe the early yeah. one. Yeah, recently. Yeah, it was. Really? Scoop Mob and Dragon Master Outcast. Okay. There was running two of them with Ranger Vios. There you go. So, obviously, what? Uh, what's his face? <laughs> What's his face one? Brad Nelson one. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Brad Nelson, and, and he was running a blue-white uh, control. And I would pretty much, for my untrained eyes, I would call it a tap-out deck. Let me go look at it real quick, because I don't memorize it. I mean, it's, it's pretty much running, and he's running the four Baneslayers main deck, too, which I think is smart. Gideon. He was one of my winners of two the week. Two Gideons, three Jays, and two Elspeths. A lot more planes. That's one of my winners of the week. <laughs> a lot more planeswalkers. You know, he's only got two Mindspring and one Marshall coup, so obviously he dropped a couple of those to run the extra planeswalkers. Yeah. And he's doing the Spreading Seas thing, which we think is kind of 50 kind of, right? Kind of wasn't so popular in this. Yeah. And I, a lot of, a lot of blue, blue and white players dropped the uh, Spreading Seas. I, I almost think Spreading Seas could almost be a sideboard, but you do have yep. another. It is a draw card, so you have to put something else in its place. Seagate Oracle. Well, Seagate Oracle, oh, yeah, maybe not for blue white control. I mean, I, I've been trying, I've been testing Sea Beyond. Yeah, I was going to say, I that, I was gonna say that that's not in there, is it? The, the pros aren't running Sea Beyond, as far as, unless it's uh, Polymorph. Yeah. But I, I've been testing with it, I love it. Just because you're getting for two men, you're getting two cards. I like it. I, I was playing it. And I would board in the spreading seas if it was if I was playing Jonder, even the mirror just for the colonnades that kind of stuff. But his deck really, you know, it's it's not too different. Love elements, Bane Slayers. I'm trying to think. I'm sure he's. I think the Elspeths are a little are a little new too to a blue white control. Go for tap out. Yeah, and that really helped him. Only two chalice too, which not a bad idea. Because he's not running a ton of X spells, so. But it obviously, you took him to the promised land. Yeah. Took him, got you got the trophy. And what'd you say he was doing against Jund? He was actually side. He was taking uh, Jace out. He was taking the Jaces out, and I think that was a pretty common. Really, I don't know. I never played blue white option against it. Because I'm not really sure why. I mean, someone. Could well, you don't want to boomerang a Threnax or a um, Blood Raider. Yeah. You don't want to boomerang Bloodbraid. Unless you go for a lethal. For sure. You can boomerang a Threnax all day, but yeah, you don't really want to boomerang a Bloodbraid ever. And I guess right. maybe, you know, something to It's easy to Maelstrom Pulse. I'm not really sure why, but it was that's what he did. And that's what I think that's what a lot of people did. Mm, yeah. So, but it's really cool he's running the Elspeth. Cause that, and now, um, he, he was playing against Owen. Yep. We're going to look at his deck here. Let me just scroll. And Owen... Owen, uh... Pertenwald? Yeah. 
He was playing Jund, of course. He's Jund. He's got the, what I call the perfect Jund deck list. Well, that's what I think he called it, too. Perfect oh, is that Jund. what he said? Yeah, perfect Jund. It's, it's awesome, because he kind of went back to the old, old yeah, days. just old school Jund. Yeah, and stopped trying to mess around with, like, siege gangs and all that garbage. He's only running one siege gang commander. And one broodmate, right? one broodmate. Yep. And I think that's smart, because he's, he went back to the... Or bituminous blast. Bituminous blast. I've called it everything from blitimus to bananimus to ice. Blitimus, yeah, I remember when you were calling it blitimus oh, blast. But anyway, yeah, he back to four of those, which I that card's scary, you know. I mean, that's a well. I mean, that's the, so great because you can cascade into a blood braid and then cascade into you know maelstrom pulse. Well, but it's instant maelstrom pulse too. I mean, it's just insane, you know, if you if you cascade into it. So, yeah, I, I think I was smart for him to put those back in. Yeah. You know, two term, and he, he's running Sarkon the Mad, which, watching it play with it, by the way, you're going to talk about this. I don't no. know still your thunder, but Sarkon is ridiculous. It's, it's going to be my winner of yeah. the week. If you stay tuned. If you stay tuned, you'll hear it's my winner of the week. Sorry to, Later. Sorry to <laughs> well, that's all right. <laughs> but he's really good. I'll, I'll get into it later, but. Just remember, I said it first. Just you kidding. said it <laughs> yeah. uh, And this big, uh, you know, so it really is really standard Jund. Like the older school Jund, less creatures. With Sarkon, basically. Sarkon, but the big tech was his sideboard. It was the Prophetic... Prophetic? Prophetic Prism. Prophetic Prisms. He ran two of those. Obviously, the anti-spreading seas, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I guess in the mirror, if they're trying to run... Well, it doesn't really help you. Well, it's card draw, too. Room Blasters doesn't help you too much. I guess it lets you have the color you want, but the card draw, yeah, is sweet. But that thing was really good for him. Well, I thought the four duress was really... Oh yeah. Well, I think. Yeah, and I remember saying, I remember talking about it too. I mean, if uh, if control decks really got popular enough, you knew, you knew John was going to go there. I mean. Yeah, and I think that, you know be polymorph, polymorph, and well, no, even just all the planeswalkers. I mean, all yeah, the super friends and all that. And that that's why Inquisition of Kozilek is the loser. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean <laughs> the rest is always better. I'm sorry. He really, he really hit a home run with this deck. I mean, I this is probably the best deck I've seen in standard. Right now, I mean, I it's, really so, and I hate. Yeah, you but know, I'm so impressed with this build. I'm sorry, I, the, it's good, you know, it's good build. I, it's it, a really it was a smart idea to go back to the original Jund because the metagame kind of shifted, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. And he, he, you know, he was obviously his Jund deck beat out all the other Jund decks. He's second so, place. I know a lot of the well, the floor is the floor is build. Was the, and I know Kelly Reed was playing it, too. I wouldn't call it John necessarily. It was just... Well, it is John. Is it? It is John, is but it, it, it's just uh, it's almost all creatures. It's heavy creature John. Yeah, that was a sweet deck. That focuses more on the bench binds and... The, yeah. Well, that thing was all creatures except for Sarkon the Mad, right? That was, so was Sarkon the Mad even in that one? Not so. I don't know. We'll have to look at his list. I, I was, oh, whatever. I, I, just, I just know it was a heavy, heavy creature deck. Yeah. And it was great for responding to, you know, Day of Judgments, because you could just throw out a Blood Braid, and then you cascade into a creature, and then all your Venge Vines that are in your graveyard would come flying out. So, uh, definitely a deck you didn't want a Day of Judgment if they had any cards in their hand. Yeah, I'm pulling up his list. Yeah, it is, it has got the Putrid Leech, the Blood Braids. Yeah, Force Arc on the Mad, Force Sprouting Trinax. Oh, yeah. The, Borderland, yeah, you're right. I remember Cobra. Mad was for the Sprouting Trinax. Or Cutting Spark Mage. Yeah, I, I, he put that up on Twitter. Or was on, was that, did he put that on the Mothership? I can't remember, but I... Oh, Flores? Flores but that, that deck is... His own little... Uh, his own blog. Yeah. That deck is sweet. But I think... I know. I, know, I, I think Kelly, Reed's, Kelly Reed said he was going to give him 
park credit. <laughs> you played it? And it or I said park credit? Question mark. Mm. So uh, that deck's pretty sweet. But anyway, but Kelly Reed played it like a champ. He, he was the pilot on that. So huh? So I he day tooted. it. So congrats to him. Yeah, that's crazy. And then with pretty much surrounding all the top eight, it's all Control and John, right? I mean, there was oh, there was one Mythic there was, Inscription. There was a Mythic Inscription, and there was Super Friends. Oh, there was a Super Friends. But there was, other than that, it was, uh, what, just Jund and Blue-Eye Control. Uh, That's it. Three Blue-Eye Control, right? So Three Jund. No Venge Vines in the top eight? None. Huh. None. Interesting. Yeah, there's one Mythic, Brett Blackman's deck, Mythic Inscription. Which is, I got to watch him play that, too, and that deck is pretty nasty. It's, yeah. You know, especially, you know, I, I see why they use Birds of Paradise. I mean... You know, I was pretty impressed with uh, Craig Wesco's Polymorph, and I hate Polymorph. I hate it. I, everybody I, everybody I, listens knows I hate it. Yeah. But he was smart. Just watching him play it was pretty uh, pretty interesting, and I don't know how... What was in it? Do you, do you need me to pull up the list? Or do you the Vines of the Bastwood. Oh, it's, sure. That's it, a good idea. Saved his uh, tokens. Oh, interesting. Anything else that was crazy tech? Mm-hmm. Not that I saw. Hmm. It was just uh, he played it a little bit defensively, like he would uh, kind of. He didn't go off turn four right away, yeah. which was, you know, really smart. Did, yeah. He wanted to make sure he could counter. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. And there's really nothing else. Oh, I guess the uh, rise of Seagate Oracle was kind of interesting. A lot of people were. A lot of people playing Seagate Oracle. Well, He's anyway. good. Can't believe. I know, uh, was it? Chapin and, uh. Brian Kibler. <laughs> yeah. Those guys are running the Seagate Oracle. Well, they're, we'll pull up their list. They're running their own, uh, was it, next level? Yeah, we we'll pull up their list. Because obviously that, that's, the funny thing is, is that's what everybody's talking about. Even though it's in top eight. I think it was just the uh, innovation and just something like a new next level band tier one ish deck. I mean, I guess you could call it a tier one deck. It, oh it did, yeah, he got it did pretty good. Got all the <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Kibler got like what twelve plays or something? <laughs> don't jump down my throat. Don't you? Well, oh, me. I I well, I love Brian. I have like a man crush on Brian. You got a bromance. Oh man. Up? Well, he doesn't even know me, but I. I think he's. I just love him. He seems like such a nice fella. He sees you outside his house. Or no, I don't. He doesn't see me in his uh, in the parking lot stalking him. He doesn't look out the window too much. <laughs> but it, but I mean, like, he just seems like such a nice guy. Like he does a lot of the Gigi's live stuff, and yeah, he does seem like a nice guy. And he's just he's good. So he's a nice guy. He's good. He's good. He did better than Chapin. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think their decks were like. I think was it Chapin. Uh, I guess you could almost say Chapin's more the deck builder, and maybe Chapin's more of the player. No, I think Chapin's—they're both good at both. I think I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't you want? Know, doesn't he usually do better than? That just depends. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. We don't, we don't keep tabs on like everybody like that. But anyways, I was talking about my buddy Brian. Yeah. He's romance. But anyway, so what's in this deck for Noble Hierarchs, Stewart's Paradise? This is where you run the you run the Scute mobs, Seagate yeah, Oracles. They they were using the the uh, Skyfisher tech for the Venge Vines. It's running yeah. four Venge Vines, Wall Womans, and obviously Ranger of Eos. So mm-hmm. it's like it's a pretty cool deck and O Rings, Path to Exile, yeah. Bat Charm, Jason Mind Sculptor. 
four Jace. Four Jace, yeah, I don't know. Two Gideon Jira, one else. But yeah, four Jace seems a bit redundant. Now, I don't know. I think that's for the ma- for the uh, just for the mirror match, maybe just to get rid no, of the I don't think they're Jace. About a mirror, if they made the deck, I think it's more just the, the well, not not the mirror. I'm control just decks. Like, sure, control. sure. I, yeah, I don't know. I know that's why I'm a mythic. Uh, Mythic Inscription, I know, started running Jace. Oh, just to kill Jace? Just to kill the other Jace. Yeah. yeah. Well, and plus, if you get to use it. Plus, use yeah. it is great. It's even better. So this this deck's actually really sweet. I, I I think it'd be fun to play it. I don't get why they only... I know... I know the, what don't the, you the, get? The Skyfisher tech. You know, you... Basically, you throw it out there, you have it summon itself back up to your hand, and yep. you throw it out there again, yep. and then you, all your Vendrines come out of the graveyard. Yep. But why would you only run one Skyfisher if it was that important? Well, I was. Uh, if you want to run like maybe maybe three Jace and two Skyfishers? According to the Brian Kibler's deck tech, he did the video. He basically yeah. made, he said that he goes, I only had, I only had one of these in here. And I, he says he could have cut it. He could have cut just, that one Skyfisher. That seems like so to just, me. That seems like it. that's the only reason. Like. Well, I mean, I, I guess, I guess, I don't know. I haven't played the deck. I haven't even built it or, or proxied it or anything. From what I hear, the Seagate Oracle is is the big winner big as champion. far as far as playing two creatures a turn goes. Yep, because they'll draw you into like a skew bob or something. Well, the Wall of Omens will draw, and the Ranger Vios. I mean, there's a lot of things in there that are gonna. It it really is just a well made deck. It's yeah. just the bottom line. You can just tell by looking at it like they thought of everything. Mine's a nasty card, but. But the four J's kind of has a stuff. Aaron Forsyth say? Well, Vengevine? Oh, the Shukabog? Shukabog. There you go. <laughs> if you're, that's going to be the sideboard now in every deck. Eh, I don't know about oh, that. I don't think so. I, I you know we're going to be playing this deck at the next at the at, on uh, this weekend. I don't think it's standard this weekend, is it? We don't know. Isn't it? I don't know, San Juan? I think it is. Oh, we'll have to look. We're going to talk about that next, anyways. Oh well, but. If it is, yeah, you'll see a lot of bazooka bogs. A lot of bazooka bogs. So I was really happy is that uh, my winner last week was Lynn Bala. Yeah. And I I was looking at the tweets and stuff yeah. this uh, this last weekend and and she was going for fifteen bucks. Yeah. Down there in DC, it's, just because we're all sideboarding it. Yeah, we're all using it as a sideboard for for, uh, for Naya and Mythic. Yep. So booyah. Booyah! You you called it. Yeah, listen to me. <laughs> So I think most people are pretty familiar with all the with this next level deck, but it's it's cool. If I could afford the Vengevines, I'd Well Vengevines shot up in price too. Yeah. And I you know we we have to see how good it does. Plus I I see I want to build a mono black Vengevine deck, so. I don't see <laughs> that happening at all. With that shadow. With that shadow. Yeah. I was gonna build a red and green I'll, with I'll, Kazoo. I'll mm-hmm. call it uh what do you would it pass level band or Pass level. I like the minus world. Minus world. Minus world deck. Minus worlds. That'll be our thing. Because that's a Chapin thing, right? Next level. Mm-hmm. Like next level. That's his. What's his book? Next level next book. Level magic. All right. So then we can have minus worlds. Minus world where we tell you how, how to play bad. We teach you how to play bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just do the opposite. <laughs> Fledgling Griffin. With life link. Yeah. With life link. Do the opposite of that. You can win. But at least, you know, at least the metagame's a little better. It's There's a bunch of different decks. They're all yeah. different. I mean, nothing, no deck list is really the same, which is... Mm. Well, yeah. You can try. You know, there's little things you can change. You can 
You can yeah, you there's a couple cards that are different, yeah. And you're seeing play of, like, you know, Seagate Oracle and stuff like that. That's cool. Seagate Oracle, I was playing with right away. Really? My mono blue deck, dude. No, that's... Blue, yeah. blue Mage Beepathon. Bleepathon, yeah. Bleepathon was running. Sure. Three of them, so. I don't know. That's cool. It's a good card. Anything else about GPDC? God, that is so hard to say. I want everyone to t- try saying it to themselves. GPDC. Maybe I'm just the butcher. GPDC. <laughs> I'm just the butcher then, all right? That's the way it is, I guess. Yeah. San Juan. Pro Tour San Juan starts May 28th, which is this weekend. I just want to see what format is. Why don't we know what format this is? You know, I thought it was standard. I thought that's why it was a big deal. I hope it is. I mean, does anybody really care? Yeah, it's block instructed. It? Was it block? Yeah, that's what I thought. The ne- Amsterdam is going to be standard. Oh, uh, so what is that? Oh, well, three months from, or two months from now, or whatever. All right. So, well, block yeah. instructed will be kind of cool. What? So they can all play vampires? No, I'm. <laughs> no, <laughs> vampires really good in block. The other question, though, for the research staff, is it going to be Zenikar's World Wake Rise then? Yeah, that's block. I guess it is technically. So they're going to do um, block constructed and booster draft. So that's kind of lame. Oh, the booster draft. That's what everybody yeah. wants to see. Really? Yeah, people love drafting. And draft results, I, I could care less. I thought people like standard results more, but what do oh, I Oh, I, yeah. For more information, okay. So, yeah, it's block. There you go. Block and draft. So, who cares? <laughs> right. I want, who do you want to win? Block could be good, though. Who do I want to win? Kibler to win? Yes. You? Oh, he's my favorite. I want Conley Woods to beat him. Oh, yeah, I like Conley Woods a lot, too, but. Well, who do you like more? Oh, come on. <laughs> but I like Chapin, too. I mean, he's he's the innovator. That's his other thing. He's the next level. He is. Yeah. He's good. It's a tough call. Actually, what about Brad Nelson? He, no, he's too popular right now. No, I like him, too. No. Yeah. I he's good, he, but... He played Magic Online. He's one of us. I like Craig Wesco. Do you? I like Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> like Rob Roscoe. Okay. I'm just going to talk about skateboarding. Like break time. I'm just trying to look at... Uh, that's really it for the news. Any other news you can think of that we didn't cover? Hmm. Okay. No. All right, well, we're going to take a break. We're going to yeah. come back with what we're playing, some cool decks, Ooh. which I think we just tweaked, actually. We don't have anything new. Yeah, I'll try to remember. I'm not going to try to load Magic Online. Cause I will. Alright. I'll load mine right up. Because i got a super fast computer. Alright, well, we'll be right back with the park. Bye. For now. Well, I am. It's time to talk about what we're playing. played a lot of uh, Magic this week. I've been getting a couple hours in. Yeah, you've been playing quite a bit. I love it. I've been playing people, too, and I, they've been they've been saying my name like they recognize me. And I think they just are saying it because they think it's a funny name or something. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, Spooky Pants. Nobody's recognized me yet. Because my name's Bizway. 
Yeah. He's <laughs> way. Which makes no sense, but it's like toothpaste. It's old. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a car rental or something. Yeah. It so I've uh, I went back and basically retooled all my decks, and the yeah. first one, I'm really it's really fun. It's real casual, and it's a budget version, but it's a Warp World deck. Okay. And I have I. I, did I post my other one last time? I don't remember now. Yeah, and this one's different. Why? This one's better. Blue I, had, I put blue. Green? I put blue and green. I put blue in it. So it's green and blue with a little bit of red. For the world, really. Yeah. Yes, you call. That's what it's for. And how many? Blue is basically there, so I so I can get to the darn warp world. So it's budget, right? So you have four banslers. Yeah, right. Four cobras. Four jays. No. That's why I, I would be running Lotus Cobras if I could, but I can't because they're getting too pricey. Yeah, how much are they now? Like, well, well, we can talk about that later. That's it's a secret. It's a big secret. We don't tell people now. We'll tell them later. Shut us off. And I'm pulling it up here in Moto. What I did, it's pretty crazy. I call it Mitgo. I took out. I took out, like, the Siege Gangs. I took out a lot of stuff that makes permanents, which is kind of yeah. nutty. Yeah. But what I did instead was is I added, like, a couple Merfolk Looters, Seagate Oracles, just permanents that give me cards. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get and it. And what's really cool is I actually have Spreading Seas in it. And it's actually working a lot better than I thought, because I used Spreading Seas early on to just draw. Yeah, and it counts as a permanent. Yeah, and it counts as a permanent, and I kind of hope... I can screw over your mana a little bit, you know, it helps. If anything I can slow you down, the better. Yeah. But what's happening is when I warp world, I can actually get them out, you know, you can cast them out again if you, you know, if you pull them. And a lot of times people only have two or three lands out, you can kind of hold their mana base after warp world, too, so it's actually working really well. Mm -hmm. And the other champ of the deck is the Oracle of Moldiah. Yeah, and he was in the other version, too. I, I did put her... Her, yeah, right. <laughs> it is a girl. I put two of her, and I had to put a third because it's so important to ramp. Because I don't have as much ramp. And my ramping is basically Llanowar Elves, Harrow, Borderland Ranger, and Oracle. That's really it. None yeah. of the token generating, none of the spawn token garbage, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really been doing well. And um, keep in mind, I'm playing it in the casual room. You know, tournament-wise, I don't think I would do very well because all you need is a counterspell. Yeah, just well, hope. those combo. You love those decks too. Those one-shot combos. Yep. And what usually happens is you'll. And I'm also running, you know, two Palaka Worms, an Ulamog, an Emrakul, you know, to Warp World into. And I have two Bogart and Hellkites also. So what usually happens is when you Warp World, is you get a lot of these little weenies out and a couple spreading seeds. But I'm also drawing like five cards. Yeah, that Palaka Worm's nice. The Palaka Worm's been a nice addition, which you suggested. No, it's great because you kind of take a beating ramping up to that warp world. Yep. And then when he comes out, you gain seven lives, so. Yep, and the other change I made was putting the Llanowar Elves, which could be a Birds of Paradise, mm-hmm. either way. I put four of those in so I could do a turn to Haro. Mm-hmm. Turn to Haro is, is really a best case for me because then I can play another spell after that. You know, yeah, like another or an Elvish Visionary. Two drop, yeah. Yeah, so it kind of just all, it kind of clicks. And they also have access to the Halmar depths too. Now that I have the island, that I have blue in here. And then the yeah. other key is the Terramorphic Expanse. And the point of that, and again, that could be a fetch land. 
Yeah. But, you know, the reason, what you really need to do is you need to get the Oracle Moldai out. Yeah. And I keep kind of manipulating my library, like using the Murfolk Looter or whatever, so I have lands on top, so I can keep putting them into play. Yeah. Well, can't you only put one into play? Two. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Two per turn, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that helps. That ramps you up quickly. So I'll put the deck list up. It's, I mean, the win percentage, as far as, like, in casual, mm. since I added the blue, has pretty much been around, like, the 70 to 80%. And that, yeah. I, I don't have a specific number, but it's up there. Yeah, it does well. Yeah, it's cool. And it's really fun. It's not going to win a tournament, but it's fun. It's a fun deck. It's a good time. So I'll put this deck list up so people can take a look. Yep. And they should just try it. You know, you may look at the cards and say, oh, it's not going to work. It's not, yeah, like like you're saying, it's a budget deck. It's not too bad to to build it up, so. Well, and I could put Lotus, you know, Lotus Cobra would be great. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Fetch Lands would be nice. Yep. But it's just a budget deck, so. Mind Control. Well, you told me to put Mind Control. <laughs> I like it. And I did <laughs> test it, but I didn't really, wasn't really an effective test. Yes, the Allies. But I, yeah, I got slaughtered by Allies. Filthy Allies, protection oh. from... Evangelio. Evangel. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So everybody has to check that out. Now, what are you going to brag about here? Well, not, not really brag, but I just kind of... The thing is, is, I had two Sark on the Mads. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I, I might as well build a deck with the guy. So uh, I built a red and black deck, and it basically is a lot of removal. I mean, it's what? Lightning Bolts, Flame Slash, Terminates. Um... Consuming Vapors, I have some Lightnings in there, but then I also have the uh, Bizarre Trader Mark of Mutiny combo, where yep. I can, you know, Mark of Mutiny their creature, then I can keep it forever yep. with the uh, Bizarre Trader. Um, I run the Tuck uh, Tucks, I run three Tuck Tucks, which is nice, and I run, of course, the Persecutor, my bad boy. Yeah, well, he's good. And then uh, I run the Blood Throne Vampire, so I can sack. I can sack Tuck Tuck to her. I can sack the Persecutors to her. Stuff you can sack. Or the, or whatever I steal. I'm probably gonna keep it. But unless if I don't have my Bizarre Trader on, I can mark a mutiny and then sack it. You do a Sarkon too, right? You gain control of the. In Sarkon, yeah, I can I can uh, turn their creatures into dragons for me. Oh, okay, Sarkon the Mad. Yep. So. Oh, then that's good. Sarkon the Mad's sick too with Persecutor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's actually happened quite a bit where I've uh, taken them down to zero or past zero and I've thrown Sarkon out and just turned him into a dragon. Yeah, and I've watched you play it. I mean, it's it's really effective. It's a pretty simple deck. I mean, it's not it's not anything genius, but it, it has a few little combos in it. And I, I like a lot of mid-rangey stuff that has the uh, multiple different combos in it. So It's not good against five-color Bear Umbra, though. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I guess. Well, no, I, no, I might have won. Oh, but. yeah. It's it just one of those uh, time warp decks that I wasn't going <laughs> to sit around and watch. Freaking blue mages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them all. yeah. Anything else about it? You gonna put the list? We'll put that list up. Yeah, I'll put the list up, and it's it. I wouldn't really say it's a budget deck, actually, but it's. Well, you're, you. What's the title? Oh, Junk Killer. No, it's called uh, Sarkon Sticky Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you're. Oh, what is that called? Well, it's the same name as before, Warp World Drazi, because I never renamed. Oh. It. Uh, it, oh there's only two Eldrazi's in it now, because like Luka Worm's better almost than an Eldrazi. That's the funny thing. But your names are just so good. 
Yeah, it's nice, yeah. I have a knack for that. You do. Sorry, kind of sticky fingers. Because <laughs> he's stealing. He's stealing. Well, he's not really. He's not, you are. Zar Trader is. Um, he needs. I got another deck I'll go over quick. I'm not going to put this list up yet. Because it's mm-hmm. just, it's such secret tech, I don't want it to get all over the net. Oh, yeah, this one's good. It's my Kiln Fiend deck. And I was trying to run a blue-red like everybody else. And everybody else is running the blue-red. I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't win. I mean, it can. It, you know, the distortion strike's nice. Oh, it's really nice. Don't get me wrong. But what I ended up doing was really trying to toy with Raid Bombardment. Because I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that actually works really well in there. And all my creatures are basically power two or less, and a lot of them have haste. Yeah. That running stuff, you know, I mean, like the go- the goblin arsonist is just nice. He's just cute because he's a little 1-1, one, one, and if he dies, he... You mock fanatic, yep. yeah. Uh, obviously, four goblin guides. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got, like, the skitter of lizards, which is the pumpable. Yeah. And he's yeah. just good because he's haste. And mm-hmm. I can make 2-2 two, two for three mana. You know, kill fiend. Then I'm running a bunch of you know instance. You know, you know. I know what sorceries to get to because to, to pump the kill fiend. Kill I see you got you got some tuck tucks in there too. And I do run two tuck tucks because you got to have tuck tuck. He's haste. He's, He's haste. Yep. And then I just run two siege gangs just to kind of push me over in case I yep. you know for the long match or something. And the other interesting this is a mono red deck, but I did put in four lava claw reaches. Yeah. And two Piranha Marshes. And the reason I did that was because a lot of the problem I have is if they, you know, Day of Judgment or if they keep killing all my creatures. You know, at least with the Lava Claw, I have another creature that I can kind of attack. You use, you don't, I thought you might have had Devastating Summons in there. I took it out. You took it out? Yeah, I took out the whole Goblin Bushwhacker slash Devastating Summons kind of thing. Uh, it's just, it's a diff- to me it's for a different deck. It's for something where you're going to have like a one-turn kill. More, yeah. This deck's going to kind of slowly kill you. You know, I'm going to do one damage to you, like, a bunch of little one damages with yeah. the rape permit and stuff, so. It's a fun deck. It's it's not expensive, I'll tell you that. Well, yeah. I've only got Siege. Oh, I got one ca- uh, Cowergon Dragonlord, just for good measure. Oh, yeah, he's a good card. Yeah, and I just, you know, with him, I just put him out and yeah. wait for him to get... Killed. But, <laughs> yeah. But you know, then they, they leave my kiln fiend open. A kiln fiend can attack for you know seven. Yep. Easily. Yeah, really easily actually. And a couple smolding, smolding, smoldering. Smolden. Smolden spires. Smoldering spires. Smoldering spires. You know, for good measure to kind of get my kiln fiend through. Yep. So yeah, it's been you know since I kind of did the last tweak, which is when I just read to everybody, it's been doing pretty good. Yeah, it it does play better than your blue one. The blue and red. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So I love mono mono decks, man. I'm I, I always. And ask me the title. Isn't it still killing me softly? It's awesome, right? That's good. All right, thank you. Kiln fiend, get it? So it's killing me softly. Killing me softly. That's an award-winning title. Yeah. And then that's really about it. I will. We're not going to put this list up, but and then I did. I did take that blue white wall troll, which is a really good name. Wall troll. <laughs> Wall troll. You, you tweaked that one up. I, I really, I changed the whole premise of it. So basically the deck that you're seeing. Well, you were pretty, I know you were pretty disappointed with the list you had put up before. Yeah, I didn't have enough time with it. I basically changed the whole focus of the deck. I did sell the walls. So it's not a wall troll anymore. What is it? Well, what kind of, what, it's a counter what kind of troll. troll is? It's a counter troll. <laughs> counter troll? No. Basically it's all about Lunar Ascension. 
So Lumen Troll. Oh, no, it's Lum- Luminar Control. It'd be the proper name. Arc Troll. <laughs> Try to help you out. You n- yeah, thanks. Lumen Troll. But I'm running a lot of counters, you know, into the Royal Oust, which I love Oust, by the way. Really? I, love I need, need to get some paths. Ah, I don't. I need. I love Oust because it's it's great against people's mana sources, like their bops and. That's true. That's. It's true. annoying. I'm actually running Ponder, which is something I've stayed away from for a long time. And uh cut, you don't want to use that. No, I like Ponder. I like yeah. I like it now. Took me a while. But there's really not that good a card draw, so Yeah. And it's just you know, it's like two I just like the what the the thing because I know Halimar Devs basically does the same thing, but with Ponder it's nice because you can look at it and be like, This is total shit. I'm gonna shuffle it. Yeah. You know, you got that option. Yep. And you still get to draw. Yeah. But basically this whole deck is all about getting Luminarch. So I'm gonna counter. Yeah. I'm gonna oust. I'm gonna into the royal. You and me, you and me both. You're preaching to the choir because I, you know, Luminarch's amazing. Luminarch ascension is underrated. Totally, it should not just be. You should not just sideboard that card. That's how I feel. And the only way they can really stop me is O-ring. Yeah. I mean, with all this removal and counter, like I have O-rings in my deck too. I mean, it's just really difficult. And I also yeah. deep throw one Gideon in too. Yeah, Gideon's great. Well, I, I ended up getting a second one. You know, I'll use him, like, if I need the fourth counter on Luminarch, I'll use him as a fog. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. Okay. You know, you know, it's a glitch for Magic Online. No. With Gideon. And it's, uh, I, I, it's still, it's, right now, it's still happening. They haven't fixed it yet. But the glitch, if you play Magic Online and you have Gideon, if you have them attack Gideon, and then... They kill Gideon after you do that. When their turn comes around, even though Gideon's not in play anymore, they cannot attack you. They're still trying to attack a Gideon that's not there. So he's a fog no matter what. I think that's the way it's supposed to work. No. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive that it, once he's gone. I don't think so. I think it, Because I, they can't target him because he's not there anymore. Yeah, but so. I think it's, what, what do they call that, uh... Where it's it's like like saying like all your creatures are indestructible for the rest of the game. It's kind of something like that, right? I don't think so. I think because I've been reading. I think I read something about that too. That it's a it's a glitch in the game right now. Hmm. Well, that's that's nice. So Gideon's really yeah, but really he's, good they're going to fix that. They usually fix those glitches pretty quick. Yeah, but that's at least right now you can get away with it. What do you not see in this deck? What's missing? All of omens. Yep. Good. Yep. No wall, oh, no wall of omens. No wall of omens. Wall of omens is going to be a sideboard for me because I really don't need it so much. Unless you're playing, like, you know, if red deck wins and stuff. Yeah, it's huge for me. Mm-hmm. It sucks missing it. But really, if I'm playing like control match, any other really any deck that doesn't isn't going to just overwhelm me with creatures right away. What's your other four drop there? Day of judgment. Oh, two. So two day judgments. Only two day judgments. I want to bump that to three. What would, would you take out? I don't know. Right there? No, I want to leave one Jarger in just kind of for fun. Just to yeah. have something to attack with. It's it's one creature. so. That's all you got is one Jarger? Yep. You got Marshall Koo? Nope. I don't have any. I only run two-day adjustments, too, which, like I said. The win condition is really... Luminarch or Gideon or Jace, pretty much. Or Jarger. Or Jarger. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. But it's really, it's really kind of like... It kind of copied your blue deck. Not really. No. Really? No. no. <laughs> I'm like, really? You added more white than I did. So it, it's, I don't know, Luminarch Ascension, though, is amazing. 
especially when you build around it, trying to get people, you know, trying to see Yeah, I love it. And, I, you, you were watching me play my Gideon deck, and, I like, if I don't even like that one game, I got hosed. I didn't even get any red mana out. Ah, that shuffler, you know. Oh, yeah. But, uh... I'll I blame the shuffler. Yeah. All the time. We're gonna, we're talk about that a little bit. We can talk about the shuffler again. I know it's it's come to some attention. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I I ended up just getting the white half of my deck out. Yeah. And it, that's all I needed. So yeah, walls and luminar. The walls and the luminar ascension, yeah. and that was it. Paths and O rings, any threat, and then. It sucks that it dies. It's online, it's boom. It sucks that it dies to O ring so easy, but that's why I have a lot of counter backing up. So. Or, yeah. Any other interesting decks you've seen online? Combos or anything? Ah. Uh, I know what I've seen is uh, the Blade of the Blood Chief. Yeah, I know. Actually, that is. <laughs> now that you mention it, I did. I have seen that a few Pretty times. Pretty annoying. It's like Blade of the Blood Chief. It's that vampire that sacks. Han of Ulamog. Han of Ulamog, the sacking vampire, which is. Blood Throne vampire. And then anything that makes spawn tokens beside that, which isn't too much for black, but. Yeah. But it's like, I've seen them like white, black. Yeah, just whatever. It's yep. mainly black, and you just, whole point is you, it's probably best to put that Blade of Blood Chief on, like, a, like probably a Vampire Nighthawk. Yeah. It'd be really good. Yep. And then you get a bunch of spawn tokens out, and you just sack them. Boom, boom, boom. You can sack them for colorless mana. Doesn't matter. You don't get hurt from yep. them. Yep. You, so, you just pump your guy up huge. It's pretty crazy. I mean, that Blade of Blood Chief is... Yeah, it's kind of a noob card, but man, I'm telling you, that thing yeah. games. I used to, I used to, I used to play with one in my vampire deck. Yeah. You know, especially when I was building up my uh, collection of cards on Magic Online, and it was, I would get laughed at, man. I'd drop that thing out, and I'd get the lols, noob, you know. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, when I made my vampire deck, like the tournament model vampire deck. Mm-hmm. I'd be playing against, like, these kind of janky vampire decks, and they'd drop one of those things. And in a mirror match, it's pretty nasty, because vampires don't have a way to deal with that. Yeah, they really so, don't. Like, black doesn't have a way to deal with equipment, artifacts, yeah. and shamans. So it's a pretty much huh. no-brainer. Is your winner of the week? <laughs> no. That was, like, my winner of last month. Yeah. Or two months ago or something. But So what... Uh, really much of a winner. Anything else you've seen? Yeah, you know, I have seen quite a few different things, but... Just can't remember. Nothing coming to mind. Run. Oh, yeah, somebody, somebody, the last guy, actually, right before we did the podcast, <laughs> the guy did the uh, Hellkite Charger Bear Umbra oh, yeah. top over yep. infinite attacks. It didn't work out for him, but... Yeah, because he just killed it. Terminated it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, that's what he was going for. It just people are playing like again. Remember, we're in casual because we don't move our decks to tournament until they're real. Oh, ready. I've been playing. I've been playing in tournament. Have you? Yeah, but it, like I've been playing in casual a lot lately, just with this Sarkon sticky fingers, just to see what's working and what's not working. And it's a lot of like I well, it's, it's a lot of it's a good mix, but there's always gonna be ramp decks. People, ramp people I saw ramp. one mill deck today, and I, that was laughable. I mean, mill decks are pretty much dead right now. Yeah, I saw a mill deck, and you know, funny thing, I was. I was playing that blue blue mage bleepathon, and uh, mill decks are dead just because of Eldrazi. And I don't even know why you'd try to play it in casual since everybody's building ramp Eldrazi decks. Exactly. But I was playing my blue mage bleepathon, and right before I got into the game, I I added that uh, quest for the ancient secrets or whatever. Yeah. To my deck because I was trying to figure out how I can make my blue mage deck 
like, more annoying, and I'm like... Oh, because you can shuffle your graveyard to your library? Yeah. So I'm like, if I can mill somebody, if, basically, if I can take 60 turns to mill somebody, that's probably the most annoying deck you've ever played. Right? Pretty <laughs> close. If you, especially without hauling mines and stuff. Without hauling mines. Without, without anything, without making them draw a card or, or, or mill them at all. Yeah, that's pretty annoying. Just 60 turns, and then they lose... <laughs> because my library or my graveyard goes back into my library, so it's got to be a fun way to win. I don't. It's never gotten that far. People just shout at me like, "Oh, this is the most boring deck ever." Thanks a lot, you know. Some you handcrafted it yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. From anger. I don't say much. I'm cackling and giggling. <laughs> cackling. A school lad. <laughs> All right. Well, so you know, if we see people on Magic Online. Yeah, and I we'll probably ask you. We'll probably say, "Hey, you know, we want to talk about your deck." We'll mention your show. There's a, there's a couple. Oh, you got another one? Now you're thinking something? Well, no. There's a guy online that I play with, and actually, you ended up playing his exact deck with the Beastmaster Ascensions and all the uh, Bond tokens. Bond tokens. But he was there. running white, though. He's running Captain of the Watch, and no, that guy I played was. You sure? I don't so think so. Yeah, he's been Captain of the Watch. And he's the blue. Blue and green deck. That's Captain of the Watch, Splash. I don't think so. I know he was running that uh, fish. It's like a 5-5 five, five fish that boomerangs all your stuff to your hand. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to talk to this guy again. Right. It's a weird combo. So what's your Magic Online username so people can challenge you? Uh, SpookyPants1977. And mine's Bizway, B-I-Z-W-A-Y. I guess if they want to challenge us, well, yeah. we can smoke them with our casual decks. If you're gonna, yeah. you know, if you're playing Jund, you're probably gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, because we, we make Jund killer. Every deck we make is a Jund killer. Yep. All right, so that's about it for our new decks and stuff. Now we get to our new segment, and we should. I want to make like a little theme song for this or something. Or like, I think we should have theme songs for all our little segments. Really? Like magic news? Yeah, something like and that. Oh, like and then like. God, watch. So it sounds the same. <laughs> oh, no, it goes up and then it goes down and then it goes up, okay. you know. Like every segment can one go up like, and then one can go down. Something where we, you don't sing it. Why not? We'll see. Okay. But it, we'll do something cool for card watch. Yeah. Stock ticker noise or something. No, we should have like the beginning of the money by Pink Floyd. Hey. Like all the cash registers and... We're, we're kind of ditching our winners and losers and just doing the, the card. Well, we're still going to have losers. We're still going to have winners, but now we can have more winners. We can talk about more losers. Talk about all the cards that are going up and seeing more play, anything that's going to drop. And I'll have my picks. Butcher will have his picks. So what? What's your? What do you think is a big winner or gainer as far as I don't know playability? My winner, my winner that was actually going to be my winner before we changed the thing up was <laughs> Sark on the Mad. Yeah. And I think it's just obviously after after the uh, GPPTDC. Just GPDC. Yeah. yeah. PT party. Yeah. After uh, DC, obviously, Sarkhan has found his home in Jund. He's pretty much accepted. The pros have said, you know, they've given the green light and saying, like, it's okay, guys. You can play them now in your Jund decks. Don't feel bad. So now everybody else can play them. Well, he's really good. And and uh, I've just been playing him, and he's ridiculous. Yeah. I always thought he was good. I never thought he... I, he 
initially right away as soon as they announced him they announced like he had no plus abilities everybody was like well, this is ridiculous this is horrible yeah and uh, uh, the people that are saying that obviously just have not played with him because I'm telling you making a five five out of a anything anything yep. is great. Well, I think they're overlooking the draw card thing. Draw, yeah, you you were watching me do that. I mean, drawing a land for free. Exactly, that's huge. What's wrong with that? Especially like in a Jun type of deck where you're not drawing cards. I mean, you have good card advantage, but yeah, to give it even more. That's pretty insane. Yeah, exactly. And like your deck, you made. I mean, getting drawing a card's nice. Well, my deck's the thing that's nice is there's nothing over forecasting. So if I draw anything, it's probably going to do one or two damage to his loyalty. So yeah, not going to kill him. Not going to kill him. And he's just a one use. I mean, or not a one use, but he's going to die. Yeah. Well, it, it may make people think twice about killing him too. Yeah, because they're not going to waste it. Yeah. Well, they, exactly. depending on what you know where you're at with them, but yeah. He's good. He's really good. I after seeing you play with him uh, and watching some of the GPDC. Oh yeah, they're turning Emrakles into dragons. And you can turn other people's creatures into dragons. Yeah, and Emrakle, which is really nice. I know that's why a lot of the Jund was running them too, because I was watching that Polymorph matchup. Boom! That was it. Uh, Craig Wesco's. Oh, and he he got Emrakle out and then into a dragon. Oh, and that was pretty much that's game. Actually, I think he ended up winning. Oh, that's game. Because he couldn't draw, he couldn't draw into, uh, the Jun player couldn't draw into removal, so. Oh, he just attacked him with his dragon? Yeah, he was just attacking him. better him. than him, Yeah, exactly. Emrakul, I he, think, is how you're supposed to say it, by the way. Emrakul? He's Rakul. Am I rocking you? <laughs> Am I rocking you? Why are you? You're like in a singing mood today. What, what's up yeah. with that? Did you play Rock uh, Band or something recently? Oh, well, yeah, I have. Oh, actually. you did? Pantera just came out. Oh, boy. Ooh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Cowboys from hell. Sounds pretty, uh... You don't like Pantera? It's pretty scary. No. It's good stuff. I'm not a big Pantera guy. Yeah. I'm more of a boys to men. <laughs> yeah. Slow and smooth. Slow and smooth. Hits. Yeah, so... That was what I'm kind of getting at. Well, I'm tired, so I'm... I hear you. I'm in another altered stage <laughs> another world so Stark on the Mad definite winner it's gonna what is it what's it on Moto right now like next to nothing no Eight he's bucks. about he's 12 bucks we well, just we just look 12 bucks well he's gonna go up he's gonna go up but he's not gonna go crazy right what do you think oh I think he could end up being a $20 card I don't I just search for Stark on Vol here hang on you know one thing about being the butcher you can't, I can't spell either you are so, look for Sarkon. Okay, there, there we go. And he's at twelve bucks. You're, you're right on. So he's going to go to what? You think twenty? I think he could. He's if he really, gets a lot of play. Yeah. So maybe trade those from the kitties. I Friday Night Magic. Get them. People yeah. will. People will trade it. I guarantee it. People will trade it. Yeah. It's bad. Well, I really want to. One card. Trade, I, your, trade your bench vines. <laughs> oh, one card I really have an eye on is Lotus Cobra. Because I, I just, I've always loved that card. And you well, but it jumped. It skyrocketed. And after, I don't know when it did. It must have been right at the beginning of the Grand Prix. But on Moto, Magic Online, it jumped. To it was it was 10, 10 bucks. bucks. Now it's 21. It's actually coming down a little bit now. It was up to like 26, I think, at one point this weekend. Yeah. Because it's basically in almost every deck, right, that's not blue-white control. I mean, it's in Mythic. It's in... Some of the Naya builds. 
It was in some of the John builds. It's in some of the John builds. I mean, it's just a Flores build, and it's going to only get better. Like, imagine when Charger rotates out. That's that's what, so that's what we were talking about. Yeah, you could get those, you know, for ten bucks a pop on paper. I would jump all over it. If, yeah, if you can get those, if somebody's just trading them and they don't know the value, rip them off. Oh, that's a good advice. Why don't Do they it. just steal them? Like, you know, just. If, yeah. Do the rare book, and then they can have a bunch of cards for free. Just tell them, say, look over there. <laughs> there you go. That's, I didn't even think of that. No. We don't encourage that. We encourage no. fair trading. Fair trading. That's right. We don't, I don't really trade much, so I don't really... I suck at trading. Because yeah, I, I never have good cards, though. That's why. Like, with paper, I remember... No, you always sell all your cards. Yeah, I always sold everything on eBay. You sell, you, you sell all your good stuff, so then when you go to trade, you got a bunch of, like... Baneful omens and Sphinx like Magosis and Sphinx Magosis. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why won't they trade with me? I, guess I don't know. I don't know. I wish I was like that one guy. What's that M metagame? MTG metagame guy? Medina. Yeah, he can like trade. He can trade like a rock for like a Jace, like a fuck Jace. He's a good trader, but I, he's he's using his fame a little too much, I think, for the. I don't think he's that fame. I don't think they're like was walking into a store and they're like, oh, he's here. We're all the red carpet. Here's my Jace. I mean. No, they're not Maybe like he's that. A salesman. Maybe he's good at selling it. Yeah, but to autograph a card and get something that's... Well, that's because he's doing the pack of power, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's using your celebrity. But he's, but he's, saying, he's like, hey, this. you want me to drop... You know, I don't think he's dropping names, uh, you know, but he, he's, you know, I don't know. Anything I, I know he can get... I know he's a good. He's good at trading. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. Anything else as far as real big value gainers? I mean, obviously, Vengevine's going to go crazy now. Vengevine, yeah. A lot what of is people it? were able to call that out. And I, and I still think Vengevine's really good, but it obviously didn't top eight. No, I think we were right there. But I, I mean, mean I, we're not saying it's never going to. I'm not saying it's a bad card either. I know you said it was what? It was your loser of the week, what, like three weeks, and that four was weeks because, ago? Yeah, that was because it was a tournament and, like, Naya just died. Yeah. Well, it was kind of a good pick. That was a good call at the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like you called it out last I last week. No. It's up to tw- it's at 24 on Moto. I think it's more on paper, right? What is metagame selling it for? The metagame yeah, store. Oh, I think I think he goes for about 30 bucks paper right now. Yeah. I mean, that's probably going to go up, or if not, and or stay the same. But, I, I mean, that card, I think, will get better. Moto is usually a pretty good indicator of what's going to happen on paper. One, for the most part. It's not always accurate. But Don't we agree that Veggie is going to be better after shards, right? I don't think so. Don't I think, think so? Worse. Really? You're going to lose the Ranger VOs. And the, and the uh, Blood Braid. Yeah. It's getting better. I don't know. It's not. It's going to get worse. I Unless something comes out in M11 or something. I, I don't see it getting any better. Huh. So you so think these people should just hold out or sell it or hold on to it? You know, I really don't want to say. I know we got flamed for it. <laughs> but I, I I, personally do not own any. I personally do not want any. Yeah. Because I don't see... I don't see... It, it's, too, it's too expensive, and I don't see it shooting up too much. See, I want four of them. But I want to build like a crazy well, like, I wouldn't discard mind, deck. I wouldn't mind playing with it, but would you go out and buy them right now? No. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's because we don't have a you know unlimited budget either. Well, but, yeah, if I had an unlimited budget, of course I get. See, them. I think Ventvine's. If you can get them, I would get them right now because they're going to go up. 
You I mean Patrick Chapin built a deck with it? Yeah, okay. It's gonna Pat, go up. But it didn't do. I mean, it, it's a it's a it, tier one it deck. It's really good. I mean, if you think about it, Killer got what? You know, yeah, twelve plays, fifteen plays, whatever. He yeah. Did. No, you're that right. Deck. And they all, if they just tweak that deck, someone's gonna tweak that deck. Maybe if it needs it needs minor tweaking. There's something. There's something that just didn't. And those guys are pros. That's that's the only thing I'm thinking. I don't know what they could have. What what would really push it over? I think it'll be. It's it's worth getting. It's definitely a tier one deck, and it's a, it's, oh, a tier it's one card. I don't I don't know. I, it's not up there with Bane Slayer. It's not up there with Jade. Maybe you just don't like it personally. It's personally, you know. No, no. I, I do. You think it's up there with Bane Slayer and Jace? Uh no. Well, no. 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 But it's well, definitely next tier down. Yeah, it's the next tier down. Or whatever you call that. Tier, tier two, tier one point two. Yeah. So there you go. We don't really, we don't know what we're talking about with that. Just kidding. And we have, you know, one thing I think is really playable now is obviously the Seagate Oracle, which was I'm not going to take credit. I'm not take credit for it because everybody, all the pros were using it. But I, you know, I I just I just threw it in a couple decks already, and it's been great. And you were toying around with it. He's really yeah. good. He's not going to go up in value or anything crazy, but... No, he's a common. Oh, is it? I thought it was uncommon. He's, he's a common. Then I would definitely try to hoard him. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> might, be, might be the next lightning bolt. Yeah, I doubt that. But he's really good. Yeah. You know, drawing a card from a permanent like that. Well, the thing that I, the thing that actually that is really nice about him, not just the card draw, is the fact that he's a two-drop, one-three. Oh, no, he's a three-drop. Three-drop, one-three. Three-drop. But he's a one-three, which is pretty nice for blue. Yep. So, he's good. I mean, he, you're obviously going to use him in a blue deck because he'll the card draw. But then he's a one three. He's a permanent, yeah. So, so that's really about all we had. That was what, anything else we're going to watch? Oh, Bane Slayer. That's right. Bane Slayer is starting to drop, and it's it's not going. To, it's not like you know going to the toilet or anything. It's not it's really dropping. Thirty seven. That thing was wasn't that pushing fifty two weeks ago? I thought so. Well, I remember like Jason him her were yeah. about the same. But I think that's that's obviously due to the speculation on M eleven. Yeah, right? people just don't know. People don't know and it's obviously still the best card in the standard, right? I mean it's, it's Well, I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean it's I I have a few of them. But maybe it. now's a good time if it starts to drop on paper if you don't want to, if you want to if you want to roll the dice. And try to get a get a couple. You know, my big thing now is now's the time to do that. If I was Maro, Maro, I don't even know how you Maro. Maro, that's how I, I've heard. I've heard it pronounced different. Maro's the old Mirage guy. No, Mark Rosewater. Yeah, no, but he's an old card from that he created from Mirage that was his life total is equal to your hand size. Yeah, I remember Maro. That's what they called him Maro because yeah, it's Mark Rosewater. Yeah, they did that with a lot of cards. Yeah, but Maro, if I was him, what I would do is I would. Release the Bane Slayer in M11, but what I would do is I would have it be different art. Yeah. Cause it, then, then that way you'd have the people that own the old Bane, the old Bane Slayers would want to get the new Bane Slayers because they have the new art. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have all these old Bane Slayers kind of flooding the market, and that would kind of drive down the price of the older Bane Slayers. Yeah. And then. Well, there's I certain mean, people would, that just don't care about art. Like I think there's people that just don't care. That would be me. Yeah. I'd probably want the new art. I don't really like the old Baneslayer art. Or the uh, the current Baneslayer yeah, art. I, I don't... It's it's like almost blasphemy it's saying not that. Bad. No, it's not bad if you look at it up close, but... <laughs> if you squint? Yeah, I don't know. It's... 
Yeah, the art. I think it's just people are so used to seeing it, and it's such a good card that the art it almost makes the art got, better. She's got big hair. She's got like the '80s like Lita Ford hair. <laughs> so Baneslayer is obviously, which we don't have to say this to people, but if you can get them, you know, if they go down, get them right. Well, it's kind of if, if for some gamble. reason they don't print it, you're kind of out of luck. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's a tough call. I'm not. I know you're not getting. I'm not buying any for that reason. I'll wait. I'll just wait. If they come out, I'm gonna have to pay extra, you know, twenty bucks for it. But well, I can't afford to. Initially, it'll go up, but then it'll go down. It'll. Oh yeah, exactly. Because the only reason Baneslayer is worth so much is the only place you can get a Baneslayer is in M10. Same with Jace the Mind Sculptor. The only reason he's worth so much is because you can only get him in Worldwig. So I think once. M11 comes out, if you have a Jace the Mind Sculptor, if you have a Bane Slayer in, the, in that set, those cards are going to become way more affordable. And that, I mean, I, they're probably going to end up being like $45 cards, which isn't really cheap. But, hmm. We'll see. It'd be good for the game. It would. It would be interesting. I, I don't see it happening as far as the Mind Sculptor, though. It's not going to happen. I, I don't see how else they could do it. That's in a card watch. That's in a card watch. Yeah, exactly. Card watch. So we have, uh, we're going to do some corrections. Every show now, we're going to do corrections from the previous show because we make a lot of mistakes. Well, not really us. It's, it's our, <laughs> Anybody. We have the Creepcast research. Oh, we have the research team. The research team? <laughs> I mean, I just. We fired them all. Attention. Yeah. Attention. We, uh, the, the judge, we talked about the judge tournament last week. Yeah, which is obviously going to be. On Magic Online. Yeah, so we were kind of like trying to be funny saying, oh, how are they going to judge it? You know, who's going to judge it? And where are they all going to meet? And then it was funny because you were like, it's, I'm like, are you sure it's not online? And I think you were like, nope. They're all meeting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. They're all in the back alley. They're all, they're all of them all around the world got, got two times where they can show up. <laughs> so obviously that, that is going to be on Magic Online. Gotcha. And who cares? That was... Good for the judges, though. Oh, and then we had one other correction from one of our comments. We'll just say it now. We uh, we we're, we're not supposed to talk about the questions on the judging any of the judging tests. Oh yeah, no, no. I, we didn't and we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything specific. But I guess you're not supposed to do that. So we no. He just said that would be a bad idea to do because I said something like maybe I should try to take the test and then I can tell people what the, these questions are like. Oh sure. And he's like, I wouldn't do that because. Uh, you know, that's kind of a uh, naughty thing. It's like giving the answers to a test, you know. Exactly. And I'm like, you are completely right. I will not do that. So now that we got that cleared up, we're going to go into the comments. And we had a good amount of comments. We had like 16 or so, right? Yeah. New record for us. It's a new record. So that's awesome. And, and we'll just start. I'll read one. You read one kind of deal. Right. Uh, question... Basically said sadness. Bravely brave Sir Tuck Tuck lost to a score to a sky fisher. That's right. Darn those fisher folk in their trinkets. On the winners and losers bit, no mention of Vengevine. I know it was hyped, but I think it only made a showing this week and finally showed why its price is such. And he's saying basically, you know, Vengevine's good. Yeah, we should have mentioned it. Should have mentioned it as a winner. He was obviously right. Yeah, in a way. He was on. He was on it. He was on it. And I'm gonna read mine. You can do my voice. All right. 
And uh, the butcher, all right, looks like the butcher comments editing says, add question, there are some new decks floating around with Vengevine that look pretty great. The floor is built as sweet. We are already getting some heat for calling out its non-appearance in many top eights, but we just used the, di- the data that we had. Also, your blue deck is amazing, perfectly annoying, and could win. Smiley face, the butcher. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we, well, we we can talk about that later. The uh, the whole Tech, oh, the, the whole no. getting heat. Okay. From and Twitter. Andrew uh, posted a comment. The Naya deck, I believe, is spellless, save for two equipments. So you have many ways to get back Vengevine. And he's saying the Cascade and the Ranger package in parentheses. I don't have a premium account, so I don't know what the article says, but it was Jerry T's deck. So I guess Flores and kind of took Jerry T's deck and changes what he's saying, right? No. Also, a six-pack draft would just make stupid overpowered decks so you can play any number of one card limited, which we totally agree with. You know, yeah. Six-pack, we talked about six-pack draft possibly being the new seal format last week. Well, that's something you mentioned. Yeah. I think I said toolkit. Maybe. Yeah. And that would be lame if you had six packs because you could have, like, seven of some Yeah, you could have, yeah, seven of, or eight of some cards. Finally, since the times I played with plane chase cards and really enjoyed it, it was in a four- to five-player EDH game. It, it is certainly worth a shot. He's talking about Arch Enemy, I think. Yep. When we're, yep, Arch Enemy definitely looks like a lot of fun. Andrew. Andrew says, uh, finishing up the cast after lunch, I opted for negative card advantage with the Sculler instead, but the wall is most likely better. And he's talking about his uh, red, white, and black deck that won. Yeah, he just found out that he's a winner. Yep. And, uh, because we were kind of wondering why he didn't have Wall of Omens in there. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what he's saying. Yeah. said he just uh, really wanted to fling a tuk-tuk with the Siege Gang. Another fun idea for a more casual deck would be a Sanguine Bond slash Narrow Escape slash Core Skyfisher slash Liliana slash Souls Attendant slash Warp World, etc., I'll be in my internet trailer because he is famous now for winning. <laughs> congratulations. Uh, Will says, Polymorph is cool. Sticking his tongue out and mm-hmm. spooky. Yeah. Well, playing, playing against it is annoying as hell, but I rode my build all the way to Russian Nationals in first place at a PTQ. I'll be thinking of you guys when I board the plane to Amsterdam. And he, and he right. said that with a wink. So he's, so he's just t- telling you, you know, it's just getting back. It's got potential. I- that's right. I, I said. I said. If you disagree, leave a comment. And obviously, he does because he is winning with the deck I dislike. So good for him. That's good. Um, Rob Moore on May twenty first says, "Just taking a moment to show my support for this podcast. I listen to quite a few Magic podcasts a week, and this one is quickly becoming one of my favorites. I think the main reason is Spooky Pants's voice. Well, that would be me." <laughs> Smooth yet sharp and sudden, like a cross between Barry White and John Madden. Keep improving, enjoying it so far. Nice. That's very nice. You're like John Madden and Barry White. John Madden. You know who John Madden is? Oh, yes. I, okay. I've, heard, I've heard tales of the John Madden. <laughs> what would my voice be like? Like a dead bird? Maybe that's what... Uh, maybe our listeners can leave some comments. Like a dead bird crosses between like a... Like what? Dying bird slash high pitched and kind of a mix between Ellen DeGeneres and Tom Hanks. <laughs> well, I like Tom Hanks. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't sound like him. 
I don't know. They, they, our listeners are, are pretty creative. We won't be getting comments on my voice. Well, we will now because of you, but but I agree with him. I totally agree with him. You are Barry White and John Mann. Good. Robert D. Love the cast. By the way, there's something of an NDA on the judge test question, so it's probably a bad idea to take the test and talk about the specific questions on the cast. Keep them coming, and we already corrected ourselves on that, and he's probably right. So. Yeah, obviously... We're not going to. Uh, we're not going to talk about. The we're not going to take the judge test and then say, "All right, here's what I got wrong." Obviously, you got to do. Yeah, that's it's a bad. He's right. It's a non-disclosure agreement. But he just said we couldn't talk about it, so maybe we'll just post the questions up on the website. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Okay, we won't do that. Oh, you get to read your own. That's that's fun. Oh, I get to read my own. Okay, and, and basically, I say. You know, I was thinking about that after we did the show, kind of like giving out test answers before SATs. So I think we might stay away from that one. Thanks for all the comments, guys. We love doing the show. And as long as we have people who are willing to listen, we'll keep hitting the record button in the creep cave. Well, that's pretty clever. Where's the creep cave? My mom's basement. Oh, well, it's in your basement, I guess. We have a deck from, is it Cloglord? We'll go over that in a second. And Cloglord made a change. And we don't need to read money. I'll read Moneybags. We'll just finish with Moneybags. All right. Well, he's the last one. Anyway. Moneybags says, Sup, fellas. Glad to see the ever-expanding fan base is still expanding. I don't think you can do the our listener bit anymore because you have two listeners now. Well, anyways, I love you guys. That's all he said. Oh, oh actually, there's yeah. more. Okay. In the creepiest of ways. See you soon. See you soon? Good question mark. Question mark. See we'll you. see you soon, Moneybags. Thanks for the... Thanks for the nice fine thanks the, words. Thanks for the creepy love. And we had some stuff on Twitter. We need to talk about. We had we, some comments. We need to get it out there. We had, a, we had one uh, person on Twitter. We're not going to say who it is. Who posted a couple comments about us? Um, first of all, well, it was kind of uh, I don't know. Let's just bring him up because. Yeah, we'll bring, we're not going to say who it is. You know, and actually, the, he, well, you know, actually, we should give out our Twitter, our Twitter names. I was going to do it at the end. But. Well, I just made a Twitter account, and you've had one for a while. And you're you're what, the Butcher CC? The Butcher CC. And what am I, Spooky Pants CC? Yep. So there you go. There's our Twitter, so we should follow us. Follow us. I'm trying to find, see, it's hard to find what we both, our conversation. But essentially what this gentleman said, and it's at the bottom, right? I hate doing this without having this ready. Well, here's his comment. He said, yeah, "Basically, n- basically nobody said anything, and we just uh, the butcher kind of noticed is that we just kind of got a uh, the butcher just kind of got a tweet. Well, I'm following. This you. is something that was tweeted to a bunch of other people too, and it just says uh, suggestion to Creepcast research. What's new about this Naya Benjvine deck? Must be a fluke." And that's quotations, that's us saying that. Then yep. it says, come on, really? And then he followed up with... Suggestion number two to Creepcast Research. Yep. The MTGO shuffler is fine. Really, don't complain about it. Okay. Well, we're going to so. respond. I mean, I think the first thing... I, he's basically trying to say that we aren't giving Benjamin enough credit. Is that what he's doing? Because I, well, I replied to him. Well, I think the thing is, too, is that... At the time that we said Benjvine was, at the time you said Benjvine was your loser of the week, was 
maybe t- at least two weeks prior to when. I think he's just talking about we said something on there. When, when he oh, when we were talking about the top. Or yeah. we, we but Benchmark Nash- wasn't in the top eight of anything. No, it was. Oh, it was. He was number one. Oh, at one spot. It only it was, one uh, state. Yeah, out of the 50 states we, re- we, re- we reviewed, Naya took first in one of the 50. We were saying and it, was, and it was a Vengevine. It was basically Naya that had Vengevine in it. And you said, so what's different about it? And I'm like, well, there's Vengevines in it. And you're like, so what's new about it? Is it, is it a fluke? And it, and it obviously was. Because Naya is not top 80. I mean, it's right. It's just the data says, we're just going by what the data says. Obviously, Vengevine... We're not talking about the card. We're talking about the Naya build. Yeah, the Naya build. That Naya build was... I mean, it, it worked for the guy. But, uh, yeah, I don't see it being a huge contender. I think if you're going to see any kind of Vengevine deck, you're probably going to see the uh, next level Chapin Bant build or whatever. So. And then the Shuffler issue... Oh, so, yeah, I could say it was a... Fl- oh, the Shuffler? I don't know. And this is something I'd I actually like to get a lot of comments on. Regardless... Whether you agree with us or whether you disagree with us, um, we found out, or at least I, I find in, the, in, in Magic Online with the Shuffler, is that um, you will generally get, like if in my opening hand, if I have two lightning bolts in my opening hand, guaranteed within my next two to three draws, I will draw another lightning bolt. Yeah. And it's just generally that kind of repetition, you know, of the same cards in your opening hands, you know, or whatever. It's it, it's kind of the three of the like uh, the the three gatekeepers or the three O rings or the. There's obviously something to it because there's like a whole isn't there like a whole website dedicated to the shuffling? And that's basically like? what we said. We said and this is something we said when when we were talking about this. So I don't know I don't know how we kind of came to this conclusion, but. We basically said that it, it, the Magic Online community is kind of split down the middle on this topic. Yes. Some people hate the Shuffler. Some people don't think there's anything wrong with the Shuffler. And I personally just happen to be one of those people that tends to notice something being wrong with the Shuffler. Yeah. Well, and, and I notice when the, if you do have a if you have a well-made deck, it's not an issue usually. It, it can be, but it's. But I, I, I'm not saying it's an issue. I'm, I'm not going to complain if I have three lightning bolts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not going to complain about that. But I just think it's, it, you know, you, the opponent also has that same kind of weird advantage, too. It, it is. It like, just I've seen seems, people play Gatekeeper, turns one, two, three, four, you yeah. know. It just, yeah, it just seems like it's, it's, it's obviously more random than shuffling, a lot, shuffling paper magic. Yeah. And it's just impossible to... Well, see, I don't know about the randomness of getting multiples of the same card. How is that so I random? I think it's just totally random. I think it's just 100% random. It's computer-generated... So that that's our, that's our responses to him, and uh, we don't really want to get into it much more than that. Yeah. Well, I wasn't... It's fine to have an opinion. So everybody can have an opinion. I mean, everybody can have an opinion. I, but if my, my only issue is if he's got a problem with anything on our show... To me, it would make more sense to comment to us or email us rather than tweet it to the whole Magic community when he's only giving kind of like his opinion of something, yeah. you know? And the other thing, too, is he said that we were disinforming our listeners by talking about Oh, yeah, the and then he actually did say, 
Because I remember you said, is there anything you like about our show? And he said, well, the show is fine. I just like things. I like shows that enlighten the listener, not misinform the listener. Yeah, and a, I kind of have an issue with that because. It's not a misinformation issue. It's an opinion. It's an opinion. Yeah, it's opinion. That's I mean, the way it is. My opinion. I said, and I said that when I said it. I said, no. this is, you know, the magic community split right down the middle here as far as this goes. You know, this is my opinion, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, next time, future reference. Maybe you might want to comment or try to communicate with us before you go tweeting it. Exactly. And I know Patrick Chapin, when he says a card is good, a lot of people are going to get behind that card all of a sudden and yep. say, well, this card, this, you know what, this card's great. Yep. And that, that's fine. You can get behind a card and say, okay, now you like Vengevine. Or maybe you liked it before. But don't come down on us because we have an opinion about the card. Exactly. I, I don't understand. I mean, it, it's... I mean, we're nobodies, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're a kind of a bigger magic guy in the community, what what do you care about our opinions? So, uh... <laughs> good luck with that. Have fun. Uh, we had t- two submissions. To the yeah, board. I don't know what we're going to do with that. We should probably give it a couple another week. Cause you don't, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to have to give it a... We're just out of time. We're not going to do the, the only uh, the only other contest, I guess, is uh, we'll just do one next. The butcher's voice. Oh yeah, we can. Have, what does my voice sound like? And who does he sound like? That's fine. You guys can comment on that. That'll be great. Who do you want to know? Who I sound like or what I sound like? Who or what? Oh, okay. Thanks. Yep. And before we go, on a lighter note. Yeah. You should follow us on Twitter. And we already gave it away. We already gave our Twitter's out. And yours was Spooky Pants CC. Spooky Pants CC for Creepcast. Mine's the Butcher CC. You yeah, and I'm, I'm relatively new to Twitter, so I'm kind of a yes, Twitter idiot. I have to show him how to use it, yeah. That's okay. And then uh, go to mtgcast.com. Mm. Comments, all that good stuff. Uh, Thepowercreeps.wordpress.com is our website. Magical. You fall asleep. Not yet, no. Close. I gotta go to the bathroom, so I'm like. Oh, really? The pee pee dance. Kind of squirming. You're doing the PPGP? PPGP down in DC. <laughs> right. Anything else? What are we working on? We're not, we don't really have anything set for next week yet. No, yeah. we, we are gonna get Tom. Yeah. We're gonna, uh, Monday Night Magic. Yeah, we're gonna give him a call we today. He's gonna be an honorary guest. Yeah, yeah for sure. And then uh, we uh, we got a couple other guests we're working on. Yeah. So. Uh, Any shout outs today? Oh, oh this, this, shout outs! Shout outs to our to our listeners and to everybody that's left comments because that really does mean something. So. Really. Yeah. I agree. No, I I love it. it it's it, I'm telling you, like when you when you got like a bunch of listeners that listen to you, and then you got you know higher up people in the magic community kind of coming down on you, it's nice. I mean, they could come down on us all they want. As long as we have listeners and people like we have commenting, I could care less. So, Yeah, I agree. True that. True that. All right, we're going to wrap it up. We're tired. we got to go potty. Yeah. We're, gonna have we're almost there. We're almost at episode 10. Yeah, that'll be sweet. When we retire. All right, we're the Power Creeps, Creepcast, Magic Podcast. <laughs> What was <laughs> I didn't stop the recording yet. Oh, uh, that was supposed to be a big finish. No, I didn't. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.